Center in the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Payne. We are so much better than we were last week. Look <laughs> at us with like rosy cheeks and smiling Ooh, faces. Yes. You know, sometimes it just, you have to ease into things. Well, I mean, the holiday season is just a lot of stress to begin with, no matter how simple you make it. So true. And it's like weeks upon weeks of anticipation and parties and activities and more. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, we're better. Yep, we're better. We back. So, I read this great quote from John Acuff. He's kind of a local leadership guy. Not local, but he's a popular leadership guy. He's in um, Tennessee. Anyways, he said... One of the hardest things you'll ever experience is watching people you love make life harder than it needs to be. Wow. Ooh, that is good. Right? Read it one more time. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm putting her on the spot. It says, (laughs) one of the hardest things you'll ever experience is watching people you love make life harder than it needs to be. That is really good. And so true. Because today I thought, you know, new year, new things. Like last week, we started talking about three new ways to think about things. I thought we would dive into, with a fresh start, um, again, this comes from my time in the Advent season, but we talk about God as our advocate and counselor. And I thought we'd talk about counseling Let's talk about counseling. Let's talk about counseling. I love counseling, actually. It's it's a beautiful thing. Well, John 16, 13 says, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. Hmm. He will come to you from the Father and will tell you all about me. Okay, this I love because we're talking about the Holy Spirit. God counsels us by giving us His Son, Jesus, mm-hmm. first, right, which was the birth. But then, with his death, because he left us the Holy Spirit, who is always with us and is our advocate and counselor. He's also given us his word, and he's given us our conscience, mm-hmm. hopefully. Our Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, that, exactly. So I thought we could talk about a few things today. Like, first of all, God's the best counselor, okay? We always say that. That's never going to change. The word of God, God, always the best counselor first always start there so let's talk about the characteristics of god's counsel because how do we know it's him and not us always the number one question so when this is playing out in my life (laughs) (laughs) um, god's counsel sounds different than my voice my voice is normally a little bit more on the street side a little gangster, and is normally pro-throwing hands with people. Right. <laughs> and what you want to do, right? Correct. Yeah. I was just telling someone the other day, I said, you know, normally you know it's from God. When you're not really wanting to do that thing, mm-hmm. it's still a good cause. It's just not really in your wheelhouse or maybe not really lining up with your agenda for life. Yeah. And or on just, my calendar. Yeah. yeah. And it feels uncomfortable mm-hmm. and might be a little inconvenient. But then you're always glad you did it. Correct. Yeah. But if you're like, yes, I think that's going to be the best thing ever. And everyone is going to be so blessed by me being there. Eh, not it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. I found this in Psalm 32, 8. It says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise and watch over you. So God's counsel leads us to the best way of living. And it doesn't say the easiest. No. <laughs> I wish it did. Right. I really search for that. 
Right? It was nowhere Dang. to be found. Yeah. Nowhere. It, it's also true wisdom. Um, not this kind of made up wisdom that we like, you know. Confucius says. <laughs> but it's true wisdom. I mean, we know it is coming from God when it is in line with what he has always taught. He will never say something that goes against his word because we are promised that he is and was and always will be. He's not changing. Even in Revelation, when he returns, yep. there's no change in it. We don't. He doesn't go back and say, oh, all these things, never mind, break, I want to change all this up. It doesn't change. The promises are true. They're woven all throughout. Just because your calendar changed doesn't mean that God changed. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I love you. You're on fire today. <laughs> well, and also it brings you closer to God's character. When God puts mm-hmm. us on his path for our lives, it's honing us to be closer and more of a representation of Jesus and how Jesus walked the earth. Right? Yes. And so that's not comfortable. Exactly. And that really flows into the next topic that I thought we should talk about is how do we give good counsel? Um, This is important because at some point in your life, if not every single day, whether it's your, (laughs) your husband, your spouse, your kids, a neighbor, a girlfriend on a walk, like, I don't know. Sometimes for me, it's the person in the whatever checkout line. How do we give God-centered counsel when it's our turn to give advice? Um, and I found Galatians, I mean, I got to go back to scripture, right? Galatians 6.1 says, Dear friends, if a Christian is overcome by some sin, you who are godly, which could be questionable some days for me, right? Should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Mm. Whoa. Like, I think I was thinking, you know, some sins, it's pretty easy, right? Like, if you see somebody that's, I don't know, stealing or killing or committing, it's easy not to jump into that stuff. Right. The smaller things, like tiny white lies or gossip or... You know, these little tiny things, we can easily fall into that trap and join in the party. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, so that was that was interesting and food for thought. But it says, be gentle and humble. Oh, because if we're honest, when we're counseling people mostly out of a sin um, or when they've taken the wrong path, there's some harsh truth that probably needs to be spoken uh, or some difficult truth, but we need to be sure that we approach it with gentle humility. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest when I'm having these conversations or when I, when I have to have these conversations, mm-hmm. I know they're from God when I don't want to have them. Yes. When I'm not, please don't make me say it. Please don't make me be the person. If I, I want to be the person, right. let somebody else do it. God. Yeah. If my response is, I can't wait to tell them about themselves. I am not coming with the right spirit. And that probably not from God, probably not my job. <laughs> That's good. You rhymed, right? <laughs> Every now and then. But if yes. I'm, I'm feeling like clammy and I'm like yes. losing sleep over it and how am I supposed to say this, God? Are you sure there's not somebody else that can say this? It's probably me. Yeah, it's probably a job. <laughs> yes. Because 
if we're not coming at it from God's perspective and through his leading, we are probably going to lecture. We're going to shame them, judge them, uh, be too harsh, you know, and which can lead to all these things. And that, when does that get anyone anywhere? Oh my God. Have you ever changed when someone's been critical and harsh and shamed you? You know, have you? No, I'm just like, I'm going to fight you and I'm going to shut down and I'm going to resist and be stubborn. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to smile and let you keep talking while I'm planning my revenge. And think about what a hypocrite you are. Yes. (laughs) You know, I think recently I was in a situation where hmm, I felt like I knew the whole story, but Mm -hmm. I also wasn't 100% sure. Mm -hmm. And it was vital that I know the whole story. Um, and so I told my dad, I said, I just approach this conversation with lots of questions. And I, I ask questions to understand, not to judge. Hmm. Because when I ask questions to judge, then I'm trying to direct the conversation in a certain way. So but if true. I'm asking questions to understand more, it's a very different conversation. It is. And it comes instantly, it comes across to the person. They can tell instantly where our motivations are. Are coming from right and if we're using scripture which we always should as our foundation in God and the Holy Spirit then we will be giving good counsel mm-hmm. um, we won't go wrong with that and we should always be encouraging mm-hmm. and building people up now obviously that does not mean you can still encourage people and not agree with what they're doing if it's wrong so the truth, you speak the truth, but then you offer encouragement like together, you know, I'm going to pray for you. We're going to figure this out. You've got this, mm-hmm. you know, so there's that because God never shames us um, or tears us down. And so we certainly don't want to do that to other people. And I think sometimes we can get a savior complex. Mm. Like I'm going to step in and be the savior for the situation. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> and um, so that's, not really your job either. Yes. True. And and the prayer, I think pray after you've had the conversation, you know, saying, let me pray for you right here. Let's pray together right now. I will continue to pray for you um, and be there for you with boundaries in place, of course. But um, pray for them in that moment as well. And maybe comfort them by sharing your own experience. It may not be... Hopefully, you know, the exact same transgression or sin or failure, um, it may be similar. It may be the exact same, but we all have failed. We have all turned our back on what we should have done some at some point in our lives, sometimes daily, and we have experienced God's grace. Mm-hmm. I hope we can all say that. And to share a personal experience, not to take away from them talking or to interrupt what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But to share, I I can understand how hopeless it feels right now. I can understand how you might feel ashamed because I have experienced this and this is how God worked. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I say, well, I struggle with this mm. and I get to the core, which is like I struggled with the pride. And so this is how that played out in my life or I struggled with being ashamed. And so instead of going to God, I went to all these things. And so when people feel like you're putting yourself out there and they're going to be more willing to 
listen to you to know that you've been there before. Yes. I mean, I because remember. Because it comes from personal experience. Yeah. I remember when I first got into this Christian thing. Uh, <laughs> and I started really getting into women's ministry. It was so uncomfortable. You know, women, they cry a lot. They're very loud. Like, if you get 50 of us together, like, we can rule the world. Because yeah. we're so loud, right? Um, and I was like, God, this is so uncomfortable. I don't want to be here. I, I Can't I do kids ministry or men's ministry? I don't know. They probably have fun. They probably cook, grill on the food. I don't know. It's got to be better than this. And God just showed me that the reason I was uncomfortable doing women's ministry was because I had to deal with myself mm. and my stuff. Where if I just diverted a little bit to the left, I wouldn't have to deal with my stuff as much. I was one place removed from that. Right. And that would have made it way easier. But here we are. But here <laughs> we are. Absolutely. Okay, so we've talked about, you know, how we should approach giving godly wisdom Mm -hmm. um, and when we should and when we shouldn't. Let's talk about what if you're the one who is on the receiving end of this godly advice, um, asked for or not. Oh, what? Do people just spread their, like, (laughs) wealth of wisdom without asking if they want it? I mean, the Holy Spirit does. I know I've been in my, you know, my time with the Lord and he throws something into my little heart and I'm like, dang it, I do not want to think about that, you know? And it's like, "Mm, pretty sure this is the little shell from the deep, dark ocean that needs to come up right now. So, you know, there's the Holy Spirit who might offer us advice, his word. There are others. There's counselors that we pay, counselors, paid counselors, paid and trained, um, Proverbs 20:18 says plans succeed through good counsel. Don't mm. go to war without the advice of others. Mm. Ooh, that requires a lot. That that's deep as we say. That we could really un- unpack this for a while, but the wise seek godly counsel is the bottom line. Um pride can get in the way in receiving. Mhm. Because we want to feel like we have it all together. Mm. I feel like the day that I feel like I have it all together is the day I'm going to die. So if I ever feel like, if I ever tell you like, today's a great day and I have it all figured out, just go ahead and start planning my eulogy. (laughs) Well, not that we all have it figured, but I've got this is what I should say. Like, I've got this. I do not need your input. But really, we don't have it. And we know we don't have it, which is why we put up our defenses. Mm. Um you know, to appreciate it and not get stubborn about it takes a lot of humility. So I sort of had the thought that not only in the giving should we be gentle and humble, but in the receiving as well. Well, you know, you are the one that shares a lot of hard truth with me. And I normally will look at you and I know your intention. And so immediately, because my immediate response is like, defend, defend, defend. But I know that's not you. And so I'll say to you, what do I say to you? Uh, I will think about that. I'm going to have to think about that. Uh Thank you. I'm going to have to think about that. And then she'll walk away. Yeah. Because I have to think about it because I know that flesh Melissa's responding. But (laughs) I would have a lot of black eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, but that's just how I have to respond because I know my tendencies and my patterns are to immediately defend or, you know, deflect. And I think we're always that way. I mean, even my own paid counselor has told me, he's like, man, you are stubborn. 
<laughs> I'm like, yes, I am. I've, I've changed a lot, actually. <laughs> I'm like a, a timid lamb now. But, um, you know, Proverbs 1-7 says, Only fools despise wisdom and discipline. That really made me think. Um, the message translation says this, Start with God. The first step in learning is bowing down to God. Mm. Yes, only fools thumb their noses at such wisdom and learning. Mm. And I think, you know, we're like, well, sure. The quick answer is, yeah, I'll bow down to God. And I won't but thumb my nose. But you God. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you're not God or whatever. But uh, if God has sent that person to speak, and I'm not saying everyone who shares wisdom with you or speaks hard truth is coming from God because we do get in the way of these things sometimes ourselves, as we've mentioned. But these people are sent by God oftentimes mm-hmm. if so, they're being obedient. And so we are to also not thumb our nose. Can we talk about a little bit what that looks like and what that doesn't look like? Yeah. Which part? The... Well, how do you know? Oh, how you know that you're giving the wisdom Either way. from God? Well, we already talked about that one, right? But how yeah. do you know if you are just receive something? Mm. How do you trust that? Because there are yeah. so many, I could go anywhere and get advice from somebody. I could get someone to read some cards or something. I mean, there's some crazy stuff out there. Yeah. So how do we know? I mean, I've had a stranger walk up to me and be like, hey, I'm going to tell you something and it might make you uncomfortable. Oh. And I thought, oh, you don't know me. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> I've got a taser. You shouldn't do that. You should. That's not safe. <laughs> so I didn't trust that person. Right. Right. Um, especially with what they quote unquote revealed. But I think... How do we know? Okay, this is a, that's a really good question. So I think first, there are the people in your life that you trust and you know their hearts. Okay, right? so pause right now and write those people down. There's someone yes. that just came to mind. I want you to write that one or two names down. There aren't many. There there probably aren't many to write right? down. One or two. Mm-hmm. But also that person's not always going to tell you what you want to hear. You, that's true because sometimes we're like, I don't want to be that person, Lord, and we're a little stubborn. And I'm going to let somebody else do it. Or I'm going to wait a little while and then I'll say it. Um, So I think there's that. We have to know who those people are. And then there are people that maybe aren't in your direct circle, right? But that you see from afar Uh who are godly people involved. And yes, could it all be a sham? Yeah, totally. But you're going to know in your spirit Yes. You know the people who you're like, wow, I hope I get to meet her one day. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love how she, how her children act and she and her husband or spouse interact together. Um, you know, there's some people that I would want to be mentor, mentor me. Those people, if they share advice in, you know, a humble, gentle way, yes. Strangers, I don't know, man. God has... Definitely uses strangers, but that is something that I would definitely take before the Lord and offer that to him and sit with him. Well, we should do that with all of it, but especially someone that you don't know where their heart is coming from. Right. So I'm going to add to that two things. I just listened to a podcast and they said, hey, the audio has to match the video in their life. Mm -hmm. So like you can walk it and talk it. If you're just talking, I don't want to hear it. That's right. But secondly, I do believe a lot of times when encouragement comes from a stranger, it is encouragement. It is 
Hey, I hope you're having a great day. Hey, that looks nice on you today. And I'm not saying that God sends all rainbows and butterflies, but I don't, I've never felt inclined to deliver a hard message to somebody that I never no, knew. No. So if someone, me neither. If someone's but some people do have the gift of prophecy. Those are very few and far between. Yeah. That are going to do that. So yes, we have to be discerning. Oh yeah. And if your discernment little button's not working. Yeah. <laughs> Just ignore it. Be with Jesus, man. <laughs> Just write it down. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time out to tell me that. I got to run. Drive backwards so they can't see your license plate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Um, back in Isaiah 29, it says, um, it talks about people who honor him only with lip service and have, but have re- and removed me from their hearts. Those people, when you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, those people stand out just as much as the people who are following God's lead. And just another reason to be sitting with the Lord every day and in tune with the Holy Spirit. And before we close out today, I want to say there are times, many times, and maybe you need to think about this as the new year is beginning, where we have God, we have the Holy Spirit, we are in His Word, we have godly friends who we receive counsel from, but that's not quite enough. And there are amazing godly trained Christian counselors out there that can lead and guide you. I will say, I always say get a Christian counselor though, because that is foundational to our change and to the heart of the matter. God. I'm going to go ahead and piggyback on that and go, people will say they are Christian counselors, Mm. but you need to know your word well enough to know. Yes. If they just stuck that little Christian symbol in there. To try to get more people. I'm not trying to... I mean, there are plenty of amazing Christian counselors. But if you're a student... Do your research. Yeah. And always question. Ask a friend. Ask someone else that might know. Ask someone at your church um, or that you know goes, you know, to another counselor. And then do not be afraid if you have been to this particular counselor once or twice and you do not get a good feeling. Now, I'm not saying you can't just quit because you're uncomfortable because they're challenging you right. with some things. I'm saying uncomfortable in the spirit that you don't feel that they're actually, they don't have, they're saying one thing, their heart's saying another. Right. No, and just pray that the Lord will reveal that to you. And then don't be afraid to drop them and go find another one. I mean, I would even say, hey, what's your scripture reference for that? Because I want to mm-hmm. dig into it this week. There you go. That's really interesting. And that's where I come from. And let's ask to understand. Yes. So. Counseling. It's a beautiful thing. We yeah. can have it from God. We can receive it. We can give it. Think about all the opportunities that we have, but definitely pray about it before you give any other hard stuff. For real. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us this week on The Center in the Saint.